Real Presence Live. Religion has understood things about the way humans function long before science was able to prove anything. Local. It's always important for all of us to kind of look externally and say, what about these family? They are just like the Holy Family. They're experiencing the same persecution. Engaging. Jesus wants to be with us. I always think of that as at the heart of the Eucharist. Live. A mystery then of the rosary allows us to see a teaching of the church, but to be able to go deeper within that teaching. Well, good morning to you from Rapid City, South Dakota. This is Father Mike Malloy, and I'm here with my wonderful friend and sidekick. Good morning, Father. I'm Andy Shaw. It's great to be with you on this beautiful Thursday. It actually feels like summer. Uh, and we're coming to you live from downtown Rapid City uh, at the Mustard Seed Catholic Store, which is one of my favorite places. Yes, it's a, it's a great store. It's filled with all kinds of wonderful items, all different kinds of things for, for, from Catholics, from uh, prayer cards to, to books to you know, uh, art to display. It's, it's a great place. Yeah, it's a great feeling just to be around. And, and it really mm-hmm. does feel like summer today for the first time. It does. We were just praying that those big black clouds don't roll in, yeah. at, least, at least for today. I think okay? we're okay for a few days. <clears throat> we I hope think so. we're okay for a few days. Uh, it's great to see you again, Father, as always. And, you bet. Um, and I, let's, let's kick off the show with one of your amazing prayers. All right. I pray today for um, religious liberty because we're in the middle of that particular um, uh, effort on the part of the bishops. So in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. O God, our Creator, from your providence, provident hand you have received our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You have called us as your people and given us the right and the duty to worship you, the only God, and your Son, Jesus Christ. Through the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you call us to live out our faith in the midst of the world, bringing the light and the saving truth of the gospel to every corner of society. We ask you to bless us in our vigilance for the gift of religious liberty. Give us the strength of mind and heart to readily defend our freedoms when they are threatened. Give us courage in making our voices heard on behalf of the rights of your church and the freedom and conscience of all people of faith. Grant, we pray, O Heavenly Father, a clear and united voice to all your sons and daughters gathered in your church in this decisive hour in the history of our nation, so that with every trial withstood and every danger overcome, for the sake of our children, our grandchildren, and all who come after us, this great land will always be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. What a great way to, to start the show. I really appreciate that. Well, it's a topic that's so vitally mm-hmm. important to our um, time in, in the United States. It really is. Yep. I love that. I'm going to have to get a copy of that after. <laughs> I really did love that. Hey, uh, we, we do have a big time show for you today. And once again, we're coming to you li- Thank you, Father. Coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic School- Store in downtown Rapid City. Come down and say hi to us. We'd love to see you down here. But we need to talk about what's happening in the next several hours. Let's send it up to headquarters. Aaron is with us. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? No, oh, wonderful. How about you? Fabulous. Thank you. We've got a great show today. I've actually... Looking right across here, we've got Father James Cheney of the NDSU Newman Center, and we've got Linda Thorson coming up here talking about Planned Parenthood at NDSU, how they've kept a relationship going, unfortunately. But we're looking to see how we can strengthen the right to talk to talk to our legislators and talk about our faith 
and how we can bring out a culture of life. Then Father Michael will be here for our Straight Talk segment. In the second hour, we've got Sister Idell, who has just professed her perpetual vows with the Benedictine Sisters of Annunciation. Then we'll talk with Bishop Quinn about the Religious Freedom Week that we just talked about. And Susan Safford will sit down with us and talk about the, the splendor of truth. A little bit more about that here in the second hour. All this coming up here right on Real Presence Live. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate that. It looks like an interesting show, um, uh, as, yeah. as always. These, you know, are, these are always great, a great couple hours to be together. Um, we want to kick off this morning by um, offering to our listeners uh, a very special opportunity. Um, we're enjoying hosting this morning at the Mustard Seed uh, store in Rapid City. We have another gift to share with you. Real Presence Radio is partnering with Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls on South Grange and here in Rapid City on St. Joe Street to offer a fun deal Thursday through Saturday, so Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Through RPR, you can spend $50 here at the Mustard Seed and get a $10 gift certificate, or spend $100 and get a $25 gift certificate to give away or to use at your next purchase. So if if you'd like to stop down and visit Real Presence Radio is glad to help offer this opportunity. As you take part in this opportunity, please let each store know that you are, you heard this on Real Presence Radio. Sounds like a great opportunity. Maybe after the show we should do a little shopping. <laughs> I, I can always do that. Yeah. I, I don't know of any time I've ever walked in here and not walked out with something. Yes. <laughs> e- even just a great feeling from the ladies saying hi and good morning to yep. just to something. So It's wonderful. Uh, it's great to be here once again on this Thursday morning, the final Thursday of June. Uh, 2019, and um, Father, it's great to be with you, and, and as Aaron recapped the show and what's ahead, uh, we do have a lot. You do, we do, and we're going to start off um, by visiting with Linda Thornton and Father James Cheney. Good morning, Father and Linda. Are you there? Bison. Good morning. Yes, Good morning. I'm here. Um, thank you for being with us. Um, uh, Linda, you are the uh, South Dakota, or the, excuse me, the North Dakota State Director of Concerned Women for America, and Father, you are the NDSU Newman Center Chaplain. That's correct. Okay, it's good to have you with us. Planned Parenthood is continuing its partnership with NDSU. Can um, uh, Father, can you explain to us a little of the history of this partnership? Yeah, I think it was back in 2013 that Brandy Randall and Molly Secker-Turner received a grant for uh, $1.2 million to develop a sex ed program uh, through NDSU. So that's when a fiduciary relationship with Planned Parenthood unfortunately developed uh, with uh, North Dakota State University. And uh, their goal for that grant was to develop uh, a sex ed program. And um, and now it's it's uh, developed into a situation where, um, as uh, Chris Dotson has put it, you know, very succinctly, NDSU's partnership with Planned Parenthood it comes down to this: it's an mission that, under the guise of academic freedom, some researchers sympathetic to Planned Parenthood have used NDSU as a vehicle to give Planned Parenthood nearly $600,000 in federal tax dollars to do something it's already doing. So, um, so yeah, really frustrating. Okay. Uh, Father, you know, that's obviously um, a darkness. I mean, it's a darkness that we all are very conscious of, those who listen to 
Real Presence Radio. It's it's very much there. Um, what's the hope? Is there a little hope in the midst of this darkness that you you can share with us? Oh, absolutely. I think um, as what one of the things we need to realize as Catholics is that. And in a lot of different ways, this hasn't really been picked up on, but with the advent of Focus and some of the other great uh, programs and visionaries like Curtis Martin, um, we need to realize that campus ministry has to come first. I think Planned Parenthood, this relationship with Planned Parenthood and our, our campus today highlights for us the front lines of the battle. And that if we really are concerned about generating, generating the future leaders that we need for the life of the church, uh, the life of the state, uh, the political life of our country, the capability of working for the common good of our citizenry and the nation that we love, we really need to focus on, on campus ministry because of um, its leverage and ability to um, really have an impact on a young adult's life where uh, during a time when they're going to make up uh, their minds for themselves, what values are going to lead, guide, and direct them. You know, and that's a great point. And, and Linda, once again, as Father mentioned, you are the North Dakota State Director of the Concerned Women for America. And from the education standpoint, and, and you're, we're talking about, you know, students who are um, ingesting a lot into their minds and trying to figure out who they are and, and what is their role in this world. So from an education standpoint, how has this partnership affected the whole educational system? Well, honestly, we're not really sure. Um, thankfully, we did have those 89 legislators in North Dakota that uh, sent a letter to Dr. Dean Bersharni of NDSU and asked questions about the continued relationship with Planned Parenthood. And from that information, we have found some information about how this relationship goes on with the Safe Spaces course, which is under a grant. It's a personal responsibility education program. And the, the problem in that program, to me, is that it's a great way for Planned Parenthood to come in, like has been mentioned, to affect our children in the classroom, whether that this is at the college level or at the, as young as 10 years old. 10 to 19 are the, are the target age group for this program. And actually, the people that they, the children that they are targeting are those that are homeless, in foster care, juvenile justice centers, or live in rural areas. So that would be just about all of our children, right? Don't we consider our mm -hmm. states, especially South Dakota and North Dakota, uh, Montana, just uh, very rural settings? So the problem that we have is uh, the lack of disclosure of which teachers are, are able to partake in this. I guess that is their freedom to choose this. I just... Uh, would wish, and CWA of North Dakota has asked that Bushani and NDSU back off and not allow Planned Parenthood to be the partner for this credit that teachers receive. The deal is, there are other programs available. And if you look at pregnancy health centers in our area, they use what's called uh, the Ascend, <clears throat> excuse me, the Ascend program, mm -hmm. which equips sexual risk avoidance uh, women to look and see, or people that partake in this program to educate, um, that equips them to avoid these settings. Wouldn't that be a, so much better than the so-called safe sex environment? Um, because yep. I think all of us would agree there is no such thing outside of the covenant of marriage of uh, safe sex partners. You're going to be injured 
emotionally, mentally, um, when, without that commitment. And that's why I totally agree that it's wonderful that we have this uh, Newman Center, that we're, we're there, and in fact, it's expanding in Fargo. I think that's wonderful because we need children, young adults, to be involved in the church teachings of the covenant of marriage and waiting until marriage for any sexual relationships. Planned Parenthood doesn't have that as their, their goal whatsoever. Can I just read one thing that they have online that would show you the, the danger of their teachings? Um, yeah. <clears throat> yes, Linda, just, you're, you're listening to Real Presence Radio. Father Mike Malloy here with Andy Shaw, and we're talking with Linda Thornton and Father James Cheney about a partnership that exists between NDSU, the college um, up in uh, North Dakota, and uh, Planned Parenthood. And Linda, you were going to read for us a quote. Is it, is it from Planned Parenthood? Correct. It is found online. Um, so they have their curriculum recommendations online as well, and then um, they also have you know, why they are involved in sex education programs. And their statement online says, most Americans think young people should receive quality sex education that covers a wide range of important topics, including birth control and sex, sexual orientation. And lots of people assume schools are already providing good sex education, even when they're not. Too many people aren't getting any sex education at all, or they're getting unhelpful, shaming, or abstinence only until marriage programs. We can do better. In my view, CWA of North Dakota, in fact, there is a CWA of South Dakota, too. Linda Shower is the director. Our view at CWA is there is nothing better than abstinence only until marriage. And I know Let's, the uh, Catholic Church uh, absolutely believes that. Sure we do. <laughs> that, that's a good point. But, Father, let me ask you this. Um, so... Given this reality and given the, the thrust that um, Linda just shared with us about Planned Parenthood, um, how can we help our children to see the truth and the dignity of the human person when it comes to these issues? How do we teach them what the church teaches? Well, the only power that is uh, powerful enough to affect transformative change in the mind and heart of a young adult is the reality of Jesus Christ. So, mm-hmm. it, love Jesus, you know, so... <laughs> But uh, and how do you how do you bring that about? And it, it comes with the family, you know. And the family, I think, mm-hmm. uh, through Planned Parenthood, is just completely under attack today. Uh, there is no mm-hmm. planning with Planned Parenthood. I mean, come on, you know this. Uh, the history of this organization is eugenics, um, uh, steeped in racism. Um, I'm dismayed and and deeply disappointed that uh, um, in the name of academic freedom, uh, the uh, the university leadership would uh, continue to uh, partner with an organization that is so steeped in racism. Um, and I think as, as some of these great movies uh, that are out this summer with, um, you know, Abby uh, Johnson's movie mm-hmm. and also um, Gosnell's movie, I think it's, it's highlighting mm-hmm. for the citizenry of this country, um, you know, what's really going on here. And that is that Planned Parenthood is a money machine and they get their money machine off from abortion. So no matter what venue of programming they put forward and what kind of a colored face they put on it uh, or a smiley face or whatever, um, that's their end game. So, 
You know, we, we only have a, f- a few minutes left on this on this topic, and um, you know, as as the world is today, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people voice their opinions, which is great. We're allowed to do that, but not many provide a solution. What can we do? How can we take action on this? How can we provide a solution to this? Yeah, Linda, what do you, what what would be a way that we as Catholics can bring faith and reason back to this life issue? You know, first I want to thank those parents that are making faith a part of their family, that are bringing their families to mass that are listening to Real Presence Radio, keep it on, let the kids listen. Put them in a car and turn on the radio, because then you have a captive audience right there. And I, I know that it begins, just as Father Cheney says, it begins with our training at home. And for those parents that are able and willing to take um, the option of public, uh, private school, like St. Michael or even the Mustard Seed School in South Dakota there, Thank God for them, because these are going to be our future leaders in the faith community. And I would say the things you can do is, if you'd like to, check out priestforlife.org on the computer. You will be very encouraged. They are activating the church to end abortion. And also you can check out 40 Days for Life. That is an organization that believes prayer changes hearts, just as Dr. Ch- or Father Cheney mentioned. And it does. So um, I would recommend you do that. And the last thing, I'd be remiss not to say, look at Concerned Women for America, because we, we look at action as well as prayer. What can you do? You will be very encouraged if you go to our website, concernedwomenforamerica.org. You can look at the South Dakota window or the North Dakota window if you want to know specifically, Minnesota, what's going on. And um, then you can pray and act. But, you know... What really will happen is if you talk about life with your children. That's where it's at, I believe. Thank you, Linda. And, and Father, thank you and uh, for both of you for, for all you do and, and your passion and, and spending time with us this morning and with all of our listeners. We sure appreciate you both. God bless. Uh, for the rest of you, we look forward to having you um, listen to what's coming up next. In fact, do you have a question about the faith? Maybe it's something we just heard about or about something you want to ask Father Mike. Get those questions ready because it'll be our straight talk segment. And then later, one woman is making her final profession of vows. How are the days leading up to her profession? We will discuss this and much more coming up next on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Beginning July 1st, each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. 
One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Beginning next week, Real Presence Live will be coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, Father Randall Kazel, and Father Brian Cuiava, from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, St. Philip's Church in Bemidji, and Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear the positive and inspirational stories, five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning July 1st. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. And a happy Thursday morning to all of you. Thank you for joining us. And we are enjoying hosting this morning from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Rapid City. I am Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy, who is a gift to all of us. And we also have another gift to share with you. RPR is partnering with the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls on South Grange and here in Rapid City on St. Joseph Street to offer a really fun deal today through Saturday. Through RPR, you can spend $50 here and get a $10 gift certificate or spend 100 bucks and get a $25 gift certificate to give away or use on your next purchase. So if you'd like to stop down and visit, RPR is glad to help uh, offer this opportunity. And as you partake in this opportunity, please let each store know you heard this right here on Real Presence Radio. That is a great gift, a great opportunity, and there's so many wonderful things at the Mustard Seed, both here and in Sioux Falls, that mm-hmm. people can enjoy. Um, and if and as if that were not enough, <clears throat> we have yet another opportunity. Nice. Yes, between um, now, about 8.20 and 8.30. So in the next 10 minutes, um, 8, 8.20 to 8.30 Mountain Time or 9.20 to 9.30 uh, Central Time, um, we will open up the phone lines for listeners to call in to win one of two copies of the Eucharist, a Bible study guide for Catholics by Father Mitch Pacwa. And so if you want to call in to the studio at 877-795-0122, uh, the first two callers who call in and request this will get this free gift um, from uh, uh, courtesy of the Mustard Seed. Um, the Eucharist, a Bible study guide for Catholics by Mitch Pacwa. Sounds like a great gift. Andy, you got your phone ready? I actually I want to do call in right now. <laughs> I'm looking at the ladies here saying, mm. uh, I'm sure it probably wouldn't be a really good thing to do, but that's uh, okay. Father Mitch is uh, he's a you know a popular host on EWTN Catholic Television Network, and he's the founder president of Ignatius Productions. And uh, I'm just thumbing through this book now, and yeah. um, it is really nice. So. There, there'd be no question that it would be a, a wonderful gift to receive. Um, and to read and, and to digest, you know, here in our the diocese, say, yeah. Rapid City, we are uh, our bishop has has uh, invited us into a year of the Eucharist, a year of reflecting more deeply on what the Eucharist mm-hmm. is and um, how we encounter the Lord there. This would be a fantastic book. Um, and if somebody from Rapid City um, calls in and, and is able to be the one to receive this gift, then they can stop down here at the Mustard Seed and pick it up. That'd be if great. If they want to, yep. Stop be- in before 10 o'clock Mountain and say hi. Yeah, and and visit with us and... and uh, Unless and this book happens to fall into my briefcase. Yes, well, it might. I'm going to have to look around and see if there are extras. But Father, <laughs> it's good to be with you again on this Thursday morning. Um, 
Once again, the number is 877-795-0122 to call in for uh, your opportunity to win the Eucharist, a Bible study guide for Catholics. I was thrilled when I heard uh, Bishop announce that this will be the year of the Eucharist. Yes, it, I, it, I love the Eucharist. As you know, I love the Eucharist. I know you do, and, and it's, it, is, it is, in many ways, you'd say it's the treasure of the Catholic Church. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the one gift that we have this this belief and this conviction about what Jesus told us, what he invited us to do, and, and it's such a beautiful opportunity. And and uh, the whole year, point of the year of the Eucharist is to really help people to appreciate that more deeply, to understand that more fully, mm-hmm. and therefore to come to a deeper encounter with the Lord. And, and so it, it, it's a great gift. And, and you know, and I'm, the listeners, I'm sure many of them know that our bishop is moving, right. moving to Saginaw, Michigan. And so we've started the year of the Eucharist. Um, we're saddened that he won't be able to help us finish it. But it's a great gift that he gave us, this invitation for us to reflect on this. In perfect timing, too. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just a great joy that... There's always been some sort of a darkness lately. It just seems like over everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, it's the world, it's life. Yeah. Um, when that was announced, it seemed it kind of everything kind of lifted, and and there was a joy just by even saying the year of the Eucharist. Yes. Uh, one of my one of my family members called and said, "Did the Pope announce a year of the Eucharist?" I said, "No, <laughs> no, it was just our bishop." <laughs> But you know, it's, it's but look a, how many people are craving that. Yeah, it, it, it's there. There was a real um, excitement about it, and I think it's just going to be a beautiful opportunity. Now, that being said, it is extremely important that people understand that it's it's not by osmosis, right? And so we've put together a lot of materials. Um, we've we've put together some uh, small teachings to uh, be used throughout the mass um, in this coming year. Um, and uh, the formation department of the of the Diocese of Rapid City has put together uh, educational opportunities and mm-hmm. f- formation uh, events and experiences um, that really go through the whole of the academic year from, from September until next May to really invite um, every parish in the diocese to make this a focus and a, and a central part of, of their formation, mm-hmm. education, and prayer experience this year. So it so it's there's a lot of resources there and they're on our are on our diocesan website. And so those who are not from from uh the Diocese of Rapid City could certainly benefit sure. from oh. from all of those resources and materials that are there. If you go on on, on our uh diocesan website and look for the year of the Eucharist it's all right there. A ton of resources. Yeah, yes. I noticed that. Really wonderful stuff that um that can uh can uh, be a great blessing and a great resource for for anybody. So we're glad you're listening uh, this morning on Real Presence Live. I am Andy Shaw, along with Father Michael Malloy. We're coming to you live this morning from the Mustard Seed Catholic <clears throat> Store in downtown Rapid City. It's great to be here. Um, we have a couple of winners already on the the giveaway of the Eucharist, a Bible study for Catholics. The first winner is Patrice from Dickinson. Thank you, Patrice, for listening uh, and and calling in. And our second winner, I have a feeling I know who that may be. Might be Gail from Rapid City. We might know. Well, there's a lot of probably a lot of Gail. <laughs> there but are. We might know. Uh, we have know have a good friend named Gail who yep. is very um, very much attuned to uh, Real Presence Radio. So Gail from Rapid City is the second winner. So um, Gail, you can come down and uh, Patrice. We will certainly do our best to get this book sent to you um, up there in Dickinson, North Dakota. Road trip, Father. Let's take off. Hey, that's a good idea. Go see Patrice. And we could go fishing along the way. I would love to do that. Yeah, we could, yeah. I know you would. Yeah, that would be really exciting. I would actually like to scrapbook a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I think it's the fishing first and then the scrapbooking after that. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> well, thank thank you to the ladies and all the listeners. Uh, congratulations on getting that book. A great book. And, um, you know, Father, there there's so much going on in our in our world today. Um, and during the commercial break, we were kind of talking that um, what do we need to do? How do we need to be accountable? Because right now we live in a, a world that tends to just vent but never provide a solution. Yeah. What do we need to do? How do we step up? Because we have to look in the mirror first, don't we? I really think that's important. I, I think it's so easy to blame and accuse. And first of all, it is important to speak the truth. And there are things wrong, and there are problems. There are organizations. Um, there are those who oppose what it is that we believe and what we think is, you know, the 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 uh, true way that God mm-hmm. in, created us and called us to be. But having stated that, I have to say, what can I do about that? What can I do about whatever the issue issue or the situation is? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things we have to strive for is, as we share the truth, to do it with with calmness, with dignity, with respect. You know, it's it's as easy to say you're wrong as it is to say I don't agree with you, and here's why. And so, part of what this, I think, what what, what can I do? First of all, is I educate myself. And I, I don't have to just educate myself on what other people say that's wrong. I have to educate mm. myself on what I believe or what our church believes to be right and why. Mm-hmm. And we have to be able to enter into the dialogues, whether that's across the dinner table or standing in, in the mustard seed bookstore mm-hmm. or, you know, at, in the workplace, where we can respectfully respond and invite people to, sh- to hear the truth as we understand it. So I think that's the first thing. I think that's very, that's very a important. That's point. Yeah. I think it's really important. The second thing is, I think then we have to, we have to do what I can. How do I take what I believe and turn it into action? How do I, how do I, how do I turn that into, to an activity, or a choice that I make? You know, the one that I remember sharing with with the uh, kids in your classroom is, you know, the way that I can truly respect life begins by treating the people that I'm with and I'm around mm-hmm. on a daily basis with respect, with dignity, you know, regardless of their age. Part of the commandments. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, so I mean, I think those are just a couple of ways that I think we, we really have to try to look at that and see if we can't uh, get past the, the banter and past the, the anger and the, and the vitriol right. to a deeper um, living out of the gospel. I, you know, I, I want to, go more into that too um but I, I you know i think that's so important to uh to just let's let's go to jesus first then let's look internally and what can we do yeah. you know that's so important well listen to that that's not me calling in for the special giveaway book i missed that opportunity what yep. it is though is an exciting portion of our show it's called straight talk and it is your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us. Uh, Father Mike is here to take all of the questions. Please call 877-795-0122 for the next half hour. It's Straight Talk with Father Michael Malloy, 877-795-0122. Or you can send your questions or comments to us on the Facebook page, the Real Presence Radio Facebook page. Uh, if, you, if you don't have the app, it is one of the best apps out there. Um, make sure you get their app too and uh, you can tie into there and get all their podcasts and get daily scriptures and, and the daily reading. Everything is on there. Um, but jump on the Facebook page or give us a call, 877-795-0122 for your questions for Straight Talk. And, uh, you know, there there is a lot going on in the world.
world. And Father, you know, we were just kind of touching on part of this, and I'd like to just maybe finish that up, or maybe that'll lead to somebody because I think it is part of the world. But you know, the I, I loved what you said there that um, to educate ourselves about the church. You know, what does the church beliefs on whatever topic it may be? Um, because I think in what I have witnessed in the world is that there's an assumption or a general umbrella of what the Catholic Church believes um, from the outside and without a deep knowledge of what's happening inside. And, and as you've said, and all the other priests and, and even Bishop and, and others we've had on, we're always learning. Yes. You know, we don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Um, but we're always learning. But what's happening, I think, is there's this thing, oh, that's the church, the holier-than-thou people. And it's not that. And it needs to be respect of life, no matter Protestant, Catholic, together, and then educate others on what the church believes. Yes. And I think Does that make sense. It makes great sense. And I think, I think the other thing is, is a lot of times what the church teaches, not a lot of times what the church teaches is grounded in, in a, a good human anthropology mm-hmm. and, a, and a, and a good understanding of, of who we are, how we were created. Um, and so the t- some of the teachings on the church, especially in some of the really, the, the more serious, uh, hot button kinds of issues, you know, there's there's a there's a um, a reasonableness to mm-hmm. what we're teaching. That it, it, then we add to that the dimension of faith. You know, understanding that who we are as human beings and how we are made to be and function and live in the world is is the result of the grace of God of our creation and then of our redemption in Jesus. And so it's, we're not just a bunch of holier than thou people. Right. We aren't, we aren't just operating out of some sort of um, perceived narrow understanding of humanity. We're really looking at, you know, at, at a broad appreciation and understanding of what it means to be human. I mean, you know, the, the Catholic church grew out of the human experience because our God chose to become one with us. And so in the encounter between ourselves and God in Jesus, um, we, we have this grounding in humanity, which is then elevated by the grace of God to something holy and sacred. And so it's important for us um, to, to appreciate that and to be able to share that. Right. And it's, and it's beautiful. And, and there's no gray area with the truth. And no. I think society or the world right now, for whatever reason, I mean, it's just part of Right. Everything goes in cycles, and, and the time we're now tends to find the gray areas and ex- try to exploit those. Right. And then that, to some, becomes the truth, and it's not. There's no gray area in the truth. Right. And so we have to do everything we can together, no matter what. I, I really believe, no matter what our beliefs are, we have to do stuff together to, to try to make the world a better place. If anything of this uh, is a hot button for you, you'd like to ask any question to Father 877 Zero one two two is the number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number to call in, or you can uh, post a question on our Facebook page, Real Presence Radio Facebook, uh, and we'll read that question on the air too. Um, you know, I, I think Father, uh, you know, things aren't as bad as they really seem, especially if you have a relationship with Jesus. Well. I would agree with that. I mean, I think I think there is a reality. I mean, we don't want to approach the world with rose-colored glasses, right. like everything's beautiful. I remember as a kid growing up, you know, the song "Everything's Beautiful in Its Own Way." Well, that's not true. Some things are ugly, mm-hmm. and I think we have to understand that, and we have to label that. But when you have this relationship with Jesus, and when you know um, the, the, the secret, the source, if you will, of of life 
and the source, ultimate source of our whole, of our, our life, where we're headed, then I think you look at all that stuff in the in the in the with an understanding of, with that lens of you know we have a God who loves us, we have a God who calls us to live truth, we have a God who desires for us to be with Him in heaven, and so I enter into the struggles and the difficulties with this profound sense of hope that. I'm not doing this. Um, I'm not doing this out of anger. I'm not doing this out of fear. I'm doing this out of a genuine conviction mm-hmm. that God has a plan for us and a plan for me, and I want to live in that. And that does produce a, a, a hope, and and we can find joy and peace even in the midst of of the struggles and difficulties of life. But I think we have to work at it because I think we can get sucked into everything's horrible, everything's mm-hmm. awful, and we can get sucked into this. Um, this attitude of let's complain and and um, be angry and and none of that. That's how crafty the evil one is. Absolutely, to draw I, us into that. There's absolutely no question about yeah. that. So so eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. I am Andy Shaw, along with Father Michael Malloy. We're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Rapid City, and this is Straight Talk time. A chance to ask Father anything that is on your mind uh, about the faith, and and we. Dialogue is, and you and I have said this for almost two years um, that we've been together here, and, and the straight talk in the last year or six months is this dialogue is so important in our world to for all of us to uh, not only get what what's on our heart and soul out, but to to ask others to we're we're not created to do anything alone. No, that's basically not. what I'm trying to say. And, and dialogue you know, is one way to work open that up. Is and as you were just talking, about, you mentioned, I thought to myself, one of the things that I. If if my human experience resonates with other people, is one of the one of the the obstacles is I'm afraid. I don't know how to ask the question right. You know, in my heart, I know what the truth is. In my heart, I know what I'm called to be and mm-hmm. to do. In my heart, I know that there's something wrong with another approach, but I don't know how to formulate it. I don't, and I'm I'm afraid that if I say, okay, this is what I think. Somebody's going to come along and shoot down, you know, somebody mm. who maybe is smarter, someone who's maybe studied more, someone who is maybe more, more crafty is going to come and shoot down and make me look foolish. And what I want to say is, okay, first of all, trust your heart. If you have a relationship with Jesus that's real, if you're praying, if you're going to mm-hmm. Mass, and if you're striving to live a good life, a moral life, then you know, trust that. Trust that somehow the Lord is leading and guiding you when you have that tug in your heart that says, this is right, this is what I'm called to do, this is who I'm called to be. But enter into the dialogue. And if mm-hmm. and if somebody presents an argument that you can't respond to, it's like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to go, I need to go re- research, I need to go look at that. You know, but don't, don't live in the fear that I'm somehow I'm going to be um, shut down or made to look foolish, and so I won't say anything. Um, because we have to be willing to stand up and say, "This is." I'm going to stick my hand in the air and right. say, "This is what I believe." And we have to be willing to fail too. That's yes. how we. That's how we learn. Eight seven seven. The number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We'd love for you to call in, uh, talk to Father Mike, ask any question that is on your mind. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Or you can post a on the Facebook page, a Real Presence Radio Facebook page, a question, and we will also get that on the air. This will go up all the way up to the top of the hour, and there's a lot going on. And Father, just to go back on that i think um in in so many when you were talking right there i i literally visioned the whole community where 
there's a feel, fear of failure. People do not want, and that's one of the biggest issues in our world right now. And it was last summer, I believe, or maybe even two summers ago, I was at a conference and, and a sister from Michigan got up and spoke and said, we have to be so vigilant to say that it's okay to fail. Because right now, all we're doing is protecting anybody from learning how to learn. Yeah, very good point. You know, and she really stepped out and she said, you know, this Generation X is the smartest generation. So they want their kids to be the smartest in the world. So they're they're putting them out there and then they won't even let them fail. If something goes wrong, they go rescue them. And, and now we're running into this. And I think, I honestly believe, the more I think about it, the evil one is doing this on purpose. Because now he's getting teenagers and 20-somethings who don't know how to fail and they don't know how to handle adversity. So now when they're running the world in another decade or two, it's yes. complete chaos because they don't know how to do anything. It, well, because because they haven't learned, like you said, they haven't learned how to fail. They haven't learned how to grow from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. They, and I think what would come with that is a real sense of humility. I don't have all the answers. I am not perfect. I don't. And, and therefore, I... I First of all, depend on the Lord. I, I depend on a, a real relationship with Jesus. And then I, uh, in addition to that, I also have to take the time and be willing to grow myself mm-hmm. because I begin from a stance of saying, I don't know, but I want to know. And and you say your prayers and you read the book or you say your prayers and you enter into the dialogue. You say your prayers and you activate and you do something that helps you to um discover in a deeper, richer way yeah. um, what we believe, what we teach, and what we're called to be. Um, and <clears throat> we have to be willing to do that. And you're absolutely right that we... we uh, and another thing that's very much a part of our culture is that we have to be tolerant and accept everybody. And I think we have to be charitable. You know, I think Jesus called us... I often say Jesus called us to charity or, to, to charity or kindness, mm-hmm. and he called us to truth. And and we have to live both of those virtues at the same time in situations. And they can sit side by side. You know, I can be truthful with you and at the same time be very loving or very kind. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can right. be kind with you and loving and at the same time be truthful, tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. But But we've kind of grown up with this notion of I can't say anything that upsets or bothers you because if I do then somehow I'm not tolerant. I'm not accepting you for the way you are. You know, the the language that we hear floating around, and it's like, no, you know, I can accept you. I can em- embrace you as a friend. I can appreciate who you are. I can even appreciate what it is that you believe and where you're coming mm-hmm. from. At the same token, say, I'm sorry, I don't agree with you. Right. I'm sorry, you know, um, and and I can walk away from that encounter still being friends or still having a relationship and still being kind to, toward the, the the person. And we we live in a world where that's we. It's almost like we don't we won't allow that to be right. And that used to be the only way. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, back in the '70s, everybody you could have differences, but you still respected each other. Yeah. And you could work things out, and you could you could help each other out. There's a, there's a lot going on, and, and whatever thoughts might be on your mind right now, 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. Um, we do have a, a listener question uh, that came in, and it says, Life gets stressful sometimes. Yeah, it does. How do I reach out and trust God more in those stressful times? Boy, that's a great that's a great question. I mean, maybe, Father, maybe that's a whole topic you brought up about fear. How do I reach out to God? 
Yes. You know, is there a certain way? Yep. Well, and I think it's important, um, you know, the, the church gives us a, a very basic formula for how do I deal with life in general. Mm-hmm. So let's apply that specifically in this, because this question, listener asked about stress. How do I reach out and trust God? Well, the first thing is, is the, the fact that I, I pray and I pray consistently um, that I celebrate the sacraments. I'm assuming this listener is Catholic. Um, if it's if they're not Catholic, I would say go to the church that you're you're affiliated with, um, and then I try to I try to do a, I live a good life. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what I think what that means practically is we bring everything to the Lord, believing, you know, having faith that He hears and He wants to help. I, I think underneath the trust is the faith that. You know, the God, um, the Father of Jesus said, come to me, and I will hear and I will listen. And so I think we we, it, it, we pray for that gift of faith in our hearts, and in, in that faith we say, Lord, I have this problem, I have this concern, this is really bothering me. And then I think it's important that we, we say that, we pray with trust. And, and we, but by that I mean, you know, what does that mean? How do I trust mm-hmm. God? I pray believing that he will hear me and believing that he wants to answer. And so I walk away from the prayer experience saying, okay, God is going to answer. And so I start looking for how he's going to answer. Mm-hmm. I assume that God does want to he- does want to answer me. And so I'm going to look for an answer, whether that's in the voice of somebody else. It's something I read. It's an experience that happens. I mean, I find if we live with expectant faith... Um, and we reach out to God, then then it's gonna then we're gonna find uh, solutions or at least ways through the stressful and difficult part of our life. So I, I think that's important. I think the same thing is true when you go to mass. Right. Go with an expectant faith that God is going to speak to me, that I'm going to hear something, and that that's going to translate into action in my life. And when you have that ex- expectant faith, you see things you don't normally see. You hear things you don't normally hear, and and you're more fulfilled within well sure it's it's a very it's a kind of a simple thing it really is but we're afraid to to do it all the time well because again i think we're afraid that the answer we're not either we're going to miss the answer or maybe the deeper fear we don't want to hear it no the deeper fear is god really isn't going to answer right see see there's a as a deep you know that's that's the sin of adam and eve sin of adam adam and eve is god really doesn't doesn't love us and really isn't interested in our well-being. And I think underneath um, the fear is maybe that's true. And so because I live with that, then I hedge my bets against the what-ifs, you know. And I think so. I think expectant faith comes at this and says, no, I really believe that. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know how God is going to take care of me. Mm -hmm. God is going to hear my prayer. God is going to answer, and I'm going to jump in with trust. So 877-795-0122 is the number if you have a question for Father Mike. Uh we have the straight talk segment all the way up till the top of the hour and you could also uh submit your questions on the Facebook page Real Presence Radio. I'm Andy Shaw along with Father Mike and we're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic store in Rapid City. We sure appreciate it. Um every time I walk in here I just feel good. Yeah. You know, it just happens. It's it's but- it's a bright, beautiful place to be. It so. is, and and they 
they had cookies for us this morning too. Yes, so. absolutely. <laughs> I can't I can't talk about that respecting life. Exactly. Right there. Yes, and sugar cookies, no less. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, but you know, come on down if you if you want to see us. We'll be going on for another hour and fourteen minutes here, uh, coming to you live. And again, if you have any questions, anything that's on your heart or soul right now, and you'd like to ask Father Mike, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number. Um, you know, Father, you, you brought up a lot of good points in there. Let's, you know, one of the questions, one of the thoughts I've been having lately in thinking about all this, <clears throat> when you talk about how do you, um, how do you, how do we live our faith? Right. You know, um, one of the, one of the uh, thoughts that came to me is, is, you know, we're, we're filled with, uh, in the, in the world with sports and, and it's one of those things I think sometimes we rail against um, because it is, I mean, I think there's no question that the sports industry is huge in our country. It is in many ways, it's almost become sort of a God unto itself that it is, you know, the most important thing. And, but, I, but I, but I also think, see, then I think when we get angry and frustrated about that, we have a tendency to lose the ways in which God can be in, working with us and inviting us, you know, into a deeper relationship with him through activities mm-hmm. like sports, you know? And, and so I, you know, I think especially on the, on the lower levels, I'm not talking so much about professional sports on the lower levels, you know, kids love sports They you know, they love the various activities that are there and, and many of them can excel and feel good about mm-hmm. themselves. And I think it's, I, I think you have to start looking at this saying, how is this activity part of God's plan for us? And how can I talk to my kids, or if I'm a coach, how can I talk to my students about what this is really all about, you know? And there's no question that we play sports to win. You know, it's a competitive right. event. Right. Um, and it's great to win, and it's, it is a joy in that. Because it, but, but to take a win and say, what this is about is that you have used the gifts and talents God gave you, and you, were, you, know, you used those to a point to where you were successful in in, in accomplishing the task or the goal, which is, you know, the score of the points mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And to, to help kids say, you know, the, the first thing that should happen after we win the game is we should say, thank you, Lord, that that I have the ability and that I'm using the ability, um, that I have, you know, the people there to teach me to grow. Thank you for that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if you lose... You know, it goes back to what we said earlier. It's a great opportunity to say, what can I learn? How is God leading and guiding me? You know, God doesn't cause us to win or God doesn't cause us to fail. Right. But God can use those moments in our lives. And so, Lord, how can I use this moment and this feeling, um, what I'm going through in terms of failure, to grow? What is it that you want to teach me, you know? That Pope, the Pope even talked about using sports as a platform um, for our faith and our faith life. And on, based on things like that, use it because it is, you know, it's all across the world. There are travel teams now for four and five-year-olds. I mean, it's yeah. getting absurd. I, and I'm a sports guy. Yep. Um, and, but I think it's crazy because they're, they're burning people out there. They're spending lots of money families don't have, um, on per, you know, and they're taking and taking. And, and we're not helping people really discover their faith. Um, where Pope is saying, let's use this as a platform. This is just like a, a musician, and you're in front of 50,000 people and somewhere. Use this. Use sports as and to show um, how do I win with respect? How do I lose with respect? How do I respect my opponents because they are human beings? Respect life. Yes. You know, respect them. How can we do all that? Um, so 
that's a whole I, we could have a whole hour show on that but I think it's important just to invite people again rather than rail against the sports industry right um, because there are real problems there it's a huge you problem know, yeah rather than rail against that say how can I turn this to something good because you know the hard reality is most kids who play sports yep. are not going to become professional athletes you know the majority of them are not less than one half of one percent how, how can I make that work <laughs> Um, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number. We're going to go to uh, the phones right now. Amy joins us. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Thanks for calling in this morning. Yeah, appreciate it, Amy. Yeah, yeah. I have um, well, I have five children. We've been a good, strong Catholic family. Um, my kids have all gone to Catholic school. Um, my daughter now, you know, of course, is living on her own, and she's not making good choices. Um, quit going to church um, several once in a while because she knows I want her to go. Um, I have, she, I guess she doesn't know, she's exploring other churches because she's from her living, and she says, I love the Catholic Church, but everything is a sin. So I don't know how to answer her on that. I told her, as Catholics, we have the gift of the Eucharist, and that's the difference. We have the Eucharist with us all week long to help us make these good choices. So I guess I, I don't know how to help her live her faith. I know I'm just praying for her, and I know I think she will come back, but I guess that's my question. How can we right. help her keep living her faith? How to keep living her faith. Well, first of all, Amy, thank yeah, you for... Yeah, I mean, when she says everything is a sin, you know, everything isn't a sin unless you're you know, living a bad lifestyle. Right. You, you know, Amy, first of all, um, thank you for being a mother who's concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being a mother who doesn't just um, be quiet out of fear of, you know, losing my daughter or having a bad relationship with her. But at the same, you know, so, so I think I think that's important. I mean, I, I you know, but what I would encourage you as a parent to do is, is to try to engage her in dialogue and in the dialogue say, Help me, honey, to understand what you're experiencing, what you're going through, what you're believing, and um, you know what you think, and so that so that you're you're meeting her in a way that allows her to express her own self, and and you're not because because I think the danger we all have with young people is we have a tendency to um, to kind of cut them off when they start mm-hmm. saying things that we don't we don't want to hear, and I think some part of it is saying let me listen to you, let me listen to. What it is, what you're experiencing, what you are going through. If she says, "Well, I went to this church or that church," how was that for you? What did you like? What mm-hmm. did you miss? What you know, so that you you walk with her um, through the journey, and in the midst of that, you don't say, "Well, that's okay, honey. Whatever you believe is fine." Um, but I think that you say, "Now, can I share with you what I believe and why this is important to me?" Um, because right. I think that, as as Andy and I have talked about, that dialogue with your mm-hmm. kids really helps them to um to explore and and figure out what it is mm-hmm. that they're doing <clears throat> and and if you keep that door open while at the same time saying you know this is what i believe this is what mm-hmm. i would do um and you know this is what i invite you to i think it's great that and i think it's fine that she goes to church ever so often because you want her to i'd say thank you for going right. to church with me i mean i wouldn't be a, a, right. Bothered by that, saying, well, I don't want you to go to church just for me. It's like, well, if that gets you to church right now, go, get yeah. you to the Catholic Mass, go with me. That's fine. So, I mean, but I think that right. and, and as a mother, that must be very hard 
when you've given your kids a certain direction and a certain guidance, and then they seem to be rejecting it, it must be hard right. to sort of say, okay, let me zip my lip and open my ears to listen to you and understand where you're coming from. And and if you don't, if you can't respond, say, well, you know, can I look at through that or can I look at things? Can I um, come back to you? Can we have this con- continue this conversation, you know, next week? Because I want to explore mm-hmm. that a little bit because you make a valid point or you make a point about something that I don't really understand. So that you really dialogue with her and invite her into that deeper relationship um, while at the same token saying, this is what I believe and this is where I kind of draw the line in the sand. And still allowing her to have ownership in it. Yeah. Hope that helps. Yeah, that's great. That's great advice, Father. I always tell my kids my job as a mother is to get my kids to heaven. So. Yep, yep. But I just, yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much. Trust in the journey, Amy. Thank you for calling in. All right. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Father, for that response there, too. Yeah. Uh, we have a few minutes left. If you'd like to maybe sneak in on the phone line, 877-795-0122. Again, the number, 877-795-0122, uh, or on our Facebook page. Um, you know, it, it's tough that, that the world is a little different now, Father, with people, um, especially the young ones, want, which is great. They want to be heard, um, and, it, and it goes back to, you know, when they are maybe 40 years from now, these same kids now might say, if I knew then what I knew now, because we all say the same thing. We always all say that. Um, but uh, we have to handle them differently, as you mentioned, than it's more delicately than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, 40 years ago. We have to handle our, our, our youth a little differently and give them the opportunity to be heard. Yeah. Um, you know, you were talking about sports a little bit. We're talking <clears throat> about, you know, Amy here. Um, professional sports, there's a football team, an NFL team, National Football League team, whose coach puts in a break time just for their cell phone use because that's the world today. So he's adjusting to it. He's adapting to it rather than fighting him on it, saying, I'll give you your 10 minutes. But then you then he's ended up getting more out of them. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the world. And we're all learning how to adapt to this technological world and instant answers. A lot of these, Father, that you've talked about, people don't have patience anymore Yeah. at all. Um, you know, we used to, you know, you looked forward to Sunday. Um, if you didn't go to daily mass, you looked forward. you had a whole week and you were patient to go receive the Eucharist. Now everybody just wants everything at the, at the and, and that's what's changed the world a little bit too. Yeah. And so now we're not patient for answers. And when we pray, we don't always get the answer right away, do we? Um, no, <laughs> so <laughs> not. that patience is a huge part of it. Yep. Um, and it's part of that. It's part of that trusting that God does love me and does want to hear me. Right. It does hear me and does want to answer. And so I have to be patient and, and, and in the process saying, what am I learning and how is God working with me through this? You right. Know, so, yeah, it's just, it's a different world, but we can all make it a better place together. I guarantee that. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're wrapping up our straight talk time here, father. Um, we were right about, uh, the Gale, the winner who came in, um, <laughs> to <laughs> yes, pick up the were. book. Um, but real quickly before we, before we wrap things up, um, how, can you talk about how the devil, we have one minute. So in 30 seconds, oh. father, can you do this? We'll see. How can the devil, how does the devil use guilt of past decisions against us? You know, I think the devil, it's part of that, I, I doubt that God really loves me and forgives me. Because we believe when we go to the sacrament of reconciliation and we confess our sins truly and completely, um, that God forgives all of our sins. And a false guilt is where the evil one says to us, <clears throat> well, I'm really not sure God forgave you. Mm, that one was pretty bad. 
and and we mm-hmm. when we hear that or listen to that, then we allow ourselves to begin to doubt that the mercy and love of God is really present to us. That's a false way that that the evil one uses guilt to keep us from that deeper relationship yeah. with Him. So we can't fall into that trap. No. Thanks, thanks again to Amy and to others who who brought in to help us out with that segment. Uh, reminder: This segment, the Straight Talk, is um, always at nine thirty Central every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So you can call in with any questions. Father, up next, uh, we're getting ready. To to go to break. Um, yep. I'm really excited about the next hour. Coming up next, Sister Idel Bott will share her joy of the call to her final profession of monastic life. And then later in the show, we will hear about the fun events in our 10-minute tour. I love that one. Yep. We'll be right back as Real Presence Live continues. Stay right here, everyone. Thank you for being with us. God bless. God bless.